Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Hope your week is off to a great start. I have started my week off with a bit of green tie, and it is fantastic. So I'm doing great over here. And not only that, but there is some great news afoot, which also gives us a reason to celebrate this new week. What is the great news, drumroll please? It is that Wisconsin is officially going to pass a Kratom Consumer Protection Act. Woo-woo! So this has been in development for a while now. If you didn't catch the episode uh, that I did about Wisconsin a few weeks ago, um, you should definitely check that out. It's uh, episode 19 uh, for this second season of Everything Kratom that we've been doing. Um, So season two, episode 19, it was called Wisconsin Hearing on Kratom Consumer Protection Act. And um, in that episode, and I'll just briefly cover that again, We talked about how Wisconsin had a bill introduced in 2013, went into effect, I think, in 2014, that effectively banned Kratom in Wisconsin and made it a Schedule 1 drug. Um, So that's kind of what it's been like there for, you know, nearly a decade, eight years, let's say. And that's a big deal. However, there was a hearing held in 2019 And in that episode that I did, uh, and I'll put the link to that episode in the description of this podcast, um, we talked about how that hearing was a big deal because it kind of started to, you know, change the perception of Kratom. And it really opened the doors to to more discussion, which eventually opened up the doors to this hearing on, you know, a potential Kratom Consumer Protection Act that was done later that day of that episode. And now here we are, and this weekend... Uh, this past weekend, um, the House Affairs Committee officially approved, um, you know, creating Kratom Consumer Protection Act in Wisconsin. And, you know, this is happening with Wisconsin, you know, declaring Kratom illegal and having it illegal for, for eight years. Um, it's going to be a, a, a hard turn, you know, like a 180 here. And it's really, really fantastic. So I thought today we'd just look a little bit at, um, at what sort of changes we're going to see. So let's dive into it. Kratom was illegal as of, you know, 2014 with that 2013 bill that was introduced. And it was Schedule 1. And I looked up the, you know, consequences for anyone who was like producing or selling Kratom. And it is, you know, it was considered a Class H felony. And moving into, and I'll tell you about that in a sec, but moving into the document um, that we're talking about now, this is Assembly Bill 599, Assembly Bill 599, 2021, an act to repeal and to create, and of the statutes relating to 
regulating Kratom products, granting rulemaking authority, and providing a penalty. So this is all about Kratom. And this is in Wisconsin. So the state assembly bill says that under the current law, Kratom is classified as a Schedule One controlled substance. And if a person manufactures, distributes, or delivers Kratom, he or she is guilty of a Class H felony. So I looked up what, what that means. So currently in Wisconsin, if you distribute or produce Kratom, a Class H felony means you could be fined up to $10,000 and you could be imprisoned for up to six years. And in a lot of cases, you, you have both of those things where you have the fine and imprisonment. So, it, you know, this is a serious law. This is a serious law. Now, um, you know, it, it, and then it also says uh, the bill removes this bill removes Kratom from the schedule of controlled substances and legalizes the manufacture, distribution, delivery and possession of Kratom subject to certain limitations. So Assembly Bill 599 is effectively making Kratom legal in Wisconsin after it being a schedule one. And that's that's a huge turnaround. It's a you know it's a big deal. I have seen a lot of activity on uh, Twitter, on social media, of course, on the you know American Kratom Association's website, all over the place of people celebrating this one. Um, and I've seen a few people who are upset by it who say that it's going to be harmful. So let let's see what the the rules are for this Kratom Consumer Protection Act and see if it differs anywhere or if it's, you know, kind of a standard format, which I think it is more or less. So here, here's what the landscape's going to look like in Wisconsin now, everyone. A person who prepares or processes a Kratom product may not distribute the product if it is mixed or packed with another substance that affects the Kratom product's quality or strength to such a degree that it may cause injury, contains a poisonous ingredient, controlled substance or controlled substance analog contains a level of 7-hydroxymetragenine that is late that is greater than two percent standard contains any synthetic alkaloid good or does not include a label that states the amount of metragenine and 7-hydroxymetragenine contained in the product then it says the bill also prohibits the sale of a kratom product to any person under the age of 21 so um there's that age restriction and, you know, I've heard a bit of, you know, talk on, on both sides of this issue when it comes to the age thing. I've heard some people say, oh, come on, bring it down to 18. And I've heard other people say, no, no, I mean, 21 makes sense. You have, you know, that's when you're allowed to drink, right? And um, in a lot of states, that's where, you know, maybe you're not allowed to smoke marijuana. If marijuana is considered legal at the state level, they might not have it legal until 21 in some places. But, um, yeah, for me, you know, I think that to be a, it's always good to be on the safe side as long as you're not limiting um, access to something very important. Um, and it seems to me that if Kratom's going to be, you know, considered legal in Wisconsin again, uh, I don't really mind the age restriction whatsoever. I think it makes sense. I think it's fine. Um, if they end up doing more research and find that, you know, it's suitable for people under the age of 21, you know, between 18 and 21, then I would believe it, you know, if I saw the research and it looked fair. 
um, if they found that, you know, this might be detrimental to people's development if they take it too early and let's keep it at 21, I think that makes sense and that's fair. So, you know, I want to see the data, but in the meantime, you know, why not just be safer and uh, have that cap off at 21? I think it's great. I think that the same thing should be done, you know, uh, with cigarettes and with pretty much anything. I mean, when, when you're 18, just because you're technically an adult, you know, <laughs> by legal standards doesn't mean your brain is there yet. Um, so it, it's good to be safe. So that, so I'm fine with that. I think it's good. Um, and you know, overall, this is just really, really, uh, a fantastic, you know, news to start the week. Uh, the other information that's found in this assembly bill 599, it says the department shall maintain a registry accessible by processors that includes the Kratom products that may be sold in, the, in this state. The department may seize and destroy any Kratom products offered for sale in the state that are not registered under the sub. And the department shall promulgate rules for the administration and enforcement of this section, including all of the following. And then it goes through a number of different standards, like standards for testing, Kratom product for safety or human or animal consumption, accurate labeling, um, uh, fees for registering a product, uh, mon- monetary penalties for violating, you know, all of the rules. It, so, it, you know, the rest of it's a lot of logistics, um, just laying out the rules that were stated earlier. I think overall, this is really great. And I think that it's a fairly standard Kratom Consumer Protection Act, which I, you know, the main point that I want to make here is that overall, I think that that is telling. And I think it's telling because it means that the Kratom Consumer Protection Act framework, which we kind of are getting used to seeing here, like not under the age of 21, processors must label what's in the product. The product must not contain more than 2% of 7-hydroxymetragenine. Like all of those things seem to be popping up again and again and again. And I think that, you know, I think that the consistency is welcome, but not only welcome, I think it's necessary for more states to really take a serious look at Kratom and for, you know, more authorities on the topic of Kratom and Kratom access to to really take it seriously and, and to see that there's a framework in place that many people in different states in different realms of power have looked at and said, yeah, that's reasonable, right? That's important. If it was, you know, different in each state and drastically different, and one state said, oh, 2% of this alkaloid, and then another state said, no, you can have 10% of that alkaloid, that might be reason to hesitate when another state might be looking at this down the road. So I'm really glad to see this consistency. It also makes me feel like the science is continuing to line up, which is important because we want to be critical of this sort of thing, right? Like, I don't want to be blind to any negatives of Kratom, and I always say that on this show. I am not one to preach here blindly. Like, like, like if I'm proven wrong, I will admit it. And then I'll be like, wow, I was wrong about that. And I'm going to tell people, you know, hey, that's not safe or that shouldn't happen. Um, so I think that it's important and, and it it gives me more confidence in the sort of things that I'm talking about on this show because it, it makes me feel like the science is backing up, you know, this 2% alkaloid, for instance, the 2% of 7-hydroxymetragenine. If I was to take a product now versus a year ago, you know, maybe a year ago, if I saw a product with enhanced, you know, the, the amount of that alkaloid, maybe, maybe I would take it and not think twice. But um, but now I wouldn't, you know, I feel like, no, that's not safe. I, what's safe and what's been found safe is 2%. So 
I'm I'm learning a lot, and I think that these you know KCPAs continue to uh, make a, a really positive mark on society, on governance around drugs and drug access, and around you know like reasonable regulation. I guess that's the way to put it. So let's all watch Wisconsin, see what happens. They've been dealing with a really you know rough. Uh, crisis with you know the opioid crisis just like a number of states if not most of the country so um you know i'm going to be interested to see if this has any noticeable impact or if it starts to make its way into programs it'd be really interesting to see kratom start making its way into mainstream programs you know um as an alternative or alongside uh suboxone methadone things like that if it's safe i do not know if those combinations are safe just to be on the record okay so uh Great news to start off the week, and uh, I hope you're all doing awesome, and let's keep it going. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.